Welcome to Building Educators with Wood. I am your host, Rashada Wood. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Building Educators with Wood. I am your host, Rashada Wood, 17-year teaching OG. Now, y'all, last week we partied. There were so many things to celebrate. And this week we are going to keep that vibe going because this episode is the finale of season one of Building Educators with Wood. Now, of course, I'm going to do a few pop-up episodes over the summer, tell you how it's going, tell you about a few trainings that I just can't wait to talk to you about. I'm serious though. I mean, if there's something good, I'll talk to you about it. However, in January, I wanted to just carve out a space where we as educators could come together and we could get encouragement. I wanted to really honor what drives student achievement and what drives student progress. And we all know it is not a program. It is not the next best speaker that feels like they have the trick. It is not a resource. The thing that drives student achievement is just the pure and true teacher's heart. So I wanted us to be able to celebrate that every single week. I wanted us to come together and build each other up. And I, for one, am so proud of the work that we have done to encourage each other during season one of Building Educators with Wood. I have a great show planned for you, baby. We are going out on season one with a bang. So let's get into the show. I want to give out the last gold star of season one of Building Educators with Wood to all of you. Yes, I am taking this gold star. I am breaking it into millions of pieces. And I want to share this with all of my teacher brothers and my teacher sisters. Now, I'm not sharing this gold star with you just because you made it through digital learning or you've almost made it through. Not sharing it because you figured out how to use your online platform and you figured out how to do the hangouts and the Zooms. I'm not sharing it with you because you created that really cute Bitmoji classroom, which was very neat, by the way. And I'm not sharing this gold star with you because you endured all the curveballs and all of the sucker punches of digital learning. But I want to present you teachers of the world with a gold star because this time pushed so many of us out of our comfort zones. It challenged us to think differently and many of you rose to the occasion. I want to give you a gold star because of the creativity that was birthed out of this time. Many of us haven't created like this in years. I give you the gold star because this forced many of us to speak out professionally and honestly. I want to give all of my teacher friends the gold star because we have mastered the art of self-care. Oh yes, we took our breaks when we needed to and we demanded things that were good for us. I also want to give you a gold star because many of you learn how to be kind to yourself. You learn how to make sure that you weren't so critical of yourself and everything that you did. I give you the gold star because many of you saw students and their situations much, much differently. And because you saw kids differently, it activated something inside of you that is going to be an area of activism for you. 
and admin, we cannot leave you out. I want to offer all admin a gold star who thought like teachers during this time. You did not think like administration. You thought like a teacher and you considered what we were going through and you rolled up your sleeves and you joined alongside us. I want to tell you to my teacher friends, I am proud of you. I break this gold star in millions of pieces and I give you the gold star. Kudos to you. That, my teacher friends, is the uncapping of my red pen because it is that time where we look at something going on in our world of education. We mark it up, call it out, it's wrong. But then we fix it and we move forward as better people. This week, I want to take this red pen to normalcy. Yes, this idea that we can ever go back to a normal school day. Because I want to I wanna offer this thought to you. We always think that things have to be normal. Things have to go back to normal. If something is a little bit different, gosh, I just want it to go back to normal. But normal does not always mean what is best. I know that many of us want things to go back to the way they were, but I don't. I'm just going to be very transparent here. I want things to be better than they were before. I want things in education to be more functional. I want us to do things with more intentionality than we have ever done them. And I get that what some of us mean when we say that is we want to be back in the four walls of our schools. We want to be with our students. We want to see them. We want to be able to help them. We want to be able to give high fives and hugs. And I don't know what this is going to look like for us next school year, but whatever it looks like next school year or in years to come, If this time has not taught us things, and if this time has not been a time where we come out different, then I think we got a big problem. Boy, do I have a strategy for those of you who are struggling because you want things to go back to normal and you want things to go back exactly the way they used to be. Now, this strategy, y'all, is a call and response strategy. Many of you know exactly what I'm talking about because you use them in your classrooms. One, two, three, eyes on me. But we're going to use this call and response strategy to help those of us who are struggling with wanting to return back to the way things used to be. Now, this strategy is brought to us by the lyricist Melissa Elliott, also known as Missy Elliott. Now, I'm going to do the call and then I'm going to teach you the response. So the call, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Now, this is where you have to think. The normal things I'm seeing that need changing, is it worth it? These kids, Is it worth it? My community, is it worth it? Disrupting the normalcy, is it worth it? Trying to fix a broken system, is it worth it? Calling things out professionally, yet honestly, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Now you've heard the call, it's time to respond. Is it worth it? Are these kids worth it? Are the communities we live in and teach in worth it? Is the future of education worth it? And if it is, 
You have to respond. Let me work it. That's the next part. Ladies and gentlemen, we thought that the real work was digital learning. We thought that was tough, but no, no. Now we really have to go to work. And I love how this part says, let me work it. Because each of us has to figure out what part we have to play in the change and we have to work it. Are you still with me? Let's keep going. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down. Now, I know you're thinking, OG, what does that mean? And let me differentiate for you. I can't tell you how to put your thing down, but let me give you a little bit of guidance. What you've always wanted to do in education, that's putting your thing down. What you have always wanted to speak up and say, but you've been scared to suggest, that's putting your thing down. What you know for a fact as an educator that you bring to the table that's putting your thing down. Also, that most powerful thing about you as a teacher that you keep hidden when you finally bring that out, that's putting your thing down. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down. The next part says to flip it. Now, here's how you flip it. Whatever it is that you want to do to affect change in our schools, keep at it. Give that thing no rest. Come at it from every single angle. Flip it. And then the last part, reverse it. If we do all of these things, then we can reverse some of the things that we are seeing in education. We can be a voice. We can be the beacon. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Ladies and gentlemen, the time is now. Teachers, the world is watching us and the world is listening. And it is time to speak up and go for some things that can change the state of education as we know it. I'm not trying to distract you, nor am I trying to enable you because I know that you are grading right now. I know that you're trying to make sure everything is perfect for the end of the year. I know that you are focused on giving feedback and I don't mean to disrupt any of that, but I have got to tell you about a movie on Netflix that you need to go watch like right now. First of all, this movie had me at Happy Madison Productions because I love Adam Sandler and I knew this was going to be a great movie. Right now, it is number one on Netflix and it is called The Wrong Missy. This follows the story of a guy named Tim Morris. Now, Tim goes out on a date with a young lady named Missy. Y'all, Missy is quirky. She's odd, weird, bold, says anything that comes to her mind, super inappropriate. Y'all, in a word, she's brilliant. But Tim doesn't think she's so brilliant. And after that first date, he just scrubs the memory of that date from his mind and he moves on and he forgets about Missy. A few months later, he's in an airport and he meets another young lady who is amazing. She's smart. She's funny. She likes everything he likes. And she is also just a great, like, he could see himself being with her, like, for the long haul. But the problem is, her name is also Missy. Now, 
Fast forward a little bit more. He's going on this retreat for work. He's really wanting to impress his boss. And so he wants to bring this amazing plus one with him. And y'all already know what I'm about to say. He texts the wrong Missy. And when he gets on this airplane, the first Missy shows up in all of her oddness and quirkiness. And boy, 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 do they have a time in Hawaii. Everything that could go wrong does. And when we think that Missy is done being inappropriate, boy, she does something in the next scene that blows our mind. So as you can see, we're going to follow the story of Tim being so repulsed by Missy. And then at the end, he's really going to reflect and figure out what's best for him. I love this movie so much because it reminded me of our time with digital learning. This is definitely not what we wanted. We wouldn't have signed up for this in a million years. However, towards the end, we figured out how to make it work. We figured out what was best for us. And you know what? I won't tell you anymore. I won't because if I say anymore, I'm going to spoil the movie for you. But Instead of grading this week, you need to be watching this movie, The Wrong Missy, on Netflix. Although this is the last episode of season one of Building Educators with Wood, I still want you to email me your questions because y'all know how it is. We will blink and then it will be time for the 2020-2021 school year. So I will save up your questions and we will get to them on season two. You can email them to me, Rashada at RashadaWood.com. One of the most valuable strategies that I learned actually this year was to ask kids, hey, what did I just teach you? I mean, I know in my mind what I thought I was teaching. I know what my lesson plans say. I know where I was going with this in my head. But what did you really hear? So I want to ask a question. What did this school year teach you as the teacher? And I'm going to give you my answers, and these are things that are in no particular order, but since the OG's career just turned 17, then these are 17 things that I learned this year. Number one, set boundaries. Number two, take care of yourself. Next, stop apologizing for taking care of yourself. Number four, laugh when stuff is funny. That is something I had to learn in my classroom. My kids probably saw me laugh more this year than any other kids. Y'all know how OGs are. We're just serious. We're all about the business. But I laughed this year. Number five, don't laugh at what's not funny. Number six, lead boldly. Number seven, listen to what people say in jest. Number eight, Pay attention to what people don't say. Number nine, y'all get away from people who don't know how to have fun during the school day. Ten, tell kids that you love them because you may not see them tomorrow. Number 11, I ain't for everybody. Now, let me explain that because that's just a little bit of slang for you. And what that means is that it doesn't matter your best efforts with kids, with certain parents. They just won't like you. 
And if we start going down these funnels of trying to people please and trying to make everyone like us and trying to do things so that we can earn the affections and so that we can earn the approval of other people, then what happens is we put ourselves in positions where we're very critical of ourselves and then we get on these perfectionism wheels. I ain't for everybody and I ain't trying to be. I know that I'm there because my heart is pure and I love kids and I'm doing the very best that I can for kids. And if kids and parents don't understand that and if they can't see that, oh, well, I ain't for everybody and I ain't trying to be. Number 12, stop talking and pay attention more. 13, listen at this one, y'all. Figure out what you're lying to yourself about and start being honest very quickly. Number 14, vent to people who listen, but they expect you to take positive action steps to fix all of your problems and they hold you accountable. Number 15, sprinkle your unique personality all up and through every single boring resource that you're given. Number 16, be professional and honest at all times and with everybody. And number 17, know that you deserve everything and anything that will help you be the best teacher you can be. How is that for the finale? I want to thank everyone, not just for listening to this week's episode, but I want to thank you for rocking with me through the entire first season of Building Educators with Wood. I also want to thank you for your kind words, your encouragement. Thank you for your emails and thank you for interacting with me on social media. Speaking of social media, follow me. I am on Facebook at Rashada Writes. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter at Rashada C. Wood. Now, where can you find me over the summer? You can find me on YouTube acting up. Y'all, I've been posting some really fresh, neat content, and it is funny and it's good. Also, catch me over on TikTok, making some TikToks to entertain you. And you can find me, of course, Rashada C. Wood. Search me and I will come right up. You can also head over to my website, www.rashadawood.com. There are some very interesting and fun things happening over there this summer. The newest social media platform that I just love is Periscope. Now, I'm over on Periscope at Rashada C. Wood, and let me tell you specifically what I'm doing there. Y'all, the OG is wordy. I know this about myself. My dad is wordy, so I got it honest. So what I'm doing is I'm committing Mondays through Fridays, I'm committing to 120 seconds of encouragement. Y'all, when I get started, I set my timer and I just pour out for 120 seconds and then I'm done. I want to share some encouragement that I shared on Periscope a few days ago, and it is called You Needed This. Y'all, this was a challenging year for me. Even before coronavirus, even before digital learning, I was having the most challenging year of my 17 years. And throughout the year, I just kept thinking back like, man, these prior 16 years, I just wish I could go back there. And I just wish that teaching could be as simple as it used to be. But what I realized is that this year pushed me to do things, be things, and say things 
that I never would have. This year pulled something out of me that the comfort of a good year never would have. I needed this because y'all when I get my students next year and when my kids get Mrs. Wood next school year they are getting the true upgrade they are getting a teacher that for real for real walks in power and authority I needed this year and I just want to encourage you that whatever you've gone through or whatever you're currently going through that is tormenting you and you're wondering, gosh, why did I have to go through that? Or if I hadn't had that situation happen in my past, then my life would just be so much different. I want to encourage you and I want to let you know you needed this because you need the version of you that comes out of this. You're going to come out better. You're going to come out stronger. You are going to definitely come out much wiser. Until next season, class dismissed.